embarking upon a new series. Each time God showed me a new series, I'd say, wow, Lord. And then when he shows me another one, I said, Lord, that's, that's more wild than the last series. Where I thought he's going to take me when I started off, God said, you can't start there. How can you start with, start with kingdom in the beginning, at the middle, you got to take it to the beginning. My attempt will be to paint a picture that will make sense of all of life, though sin does not make sense. But you will see the cosmic battle that we are in. And whether you're saved or not, you are still part of a cosmic battle. In fact, you are the object. <laughs> Number one of God's desire. You are the object of Satan's hatred. And whether you know God or not, you still is the subject matter of all that is going on. And unless we have a God's view of things, notice what I'm saying, not a earthly view, not, not, not the world's view, but God's world of things, you cannot put things in their proper place. I'm just giving an overview. <laughs> I don't want to go too far, but, but I need to frame for us what I'm going to attempt to do in this series that, that, that would change our perspective that when things come our way, we'll quit blaming God for it. And we begin to understand the picture's bigger than that. We have no clue. We have no clue what is behind all that is going on and the reasons and how God is navigating us through the pitfalls that Satan has set up for us. Okay, can I, I, just, I just need to say this right now. No, it's not your world, and you can't do what you want to do and think that everything's going to be okay. <laughs> God is strategically trying to take each and every one of us by our hand and walk us through strategically into victory if we pay attention. And we quit being stubborn. And we have a clue. If, if we get the picture of what all this is all about. So the series will be entitled that, that we are in the war 
of all wars. And the truth of the matter is most of it, most of us don't even know it. We don't realize it. We're afraid and fearful of what's going on in the world. Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. You shouldn't be afraid of what's going on in the world. You ought to be afraid of the devil that's trying to send everybody to hell. So you, so you ought to be leaning into And when you know God got you, when you know your Savior is the Prince of Peace, when you know, when you know, when you know, you, you see what's going on, but you understand, I'm covered. Somebody need to say that today, I'm covered. My steps are ordered. I'm going to say this, and a lot of you are just going to go right over your head, but that's okay, I'm going to say it anyway. When you are in God's purpose, doing what God has called you to do, watch this, death can't take you. You are immortal till God says, come home. Some of us think that death is arbitrary. You were in the wrong place at the wrong time. Hey, hey, when you cover and you walk in and the steps God ordered you, God will protect you. We better believe in a God that is bigger than our circumstance. God, help you. If you don't believe in the providence of God and he'll work in the background and things, for otherwise, fear will overtake you because your God is too small. We're in warfare. And the enemy can't stand that you're here today. <laughs> now let me begin to preach now. <laughs> the text that we're going to read off of, and, and I'm not going to exegese it verse by verse yet, but I'm going to launch from it to, to, to set the premise, the premise of everything else we're going to be saying. Today, we're just going to do the introduction. I don't just lay, I'm just laying the groundwork. <laughs> okay, so, so, so pray with me and walk with me as you give me permission to take my time. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 13, reading from the New King James Version. And it reads as such in our hearing. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, 
against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all, stand. Turn to your neighbor and just say, stand. Tell him, I know it's hard, but stand. Tell them God has equipped you with everything you need to stand. To stand. Father, even now, Lord, even now, hmm. Lord, even now, in Jesus' name we pray, for his sake, amen. Paul wrote this to the church of Ephesians, but but he's really writing it to all of the church. He, he is explaining that beyond what we can see in our natural eyes, there are some workings, there are some forces, there are some influences, there are some manipulations that is going on behind the scene. And if you don't understand that that is true, you will fight the wrong fight. <laughs> and you know, every church fight is fighting a wrong fight. Every church split is that Satan got in the midst and brought about division and, and his folks in their feelings. <laughs> fighting the wrong fight. You, you, may, you may be mad at somebody and don't realize that Satan is, 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 is making you rationalize you right about being mad. And right there, let me, let me go there. And you might be right about getting mad, but God said forgive as you have been forgiven. What we don't understand, we bring things that are spiritual into the natural, not understanding that we have an enemy that is set to destroy us. That is set to bring destruction. And, and if he can't, since he can't steal our, our salvation, he sure don't want you to grow. Some of us been stuck on stuck for the last 20 years and don't realize it's the devil that got you stuck. We, we fighting all these battles that you have no business fight. And, and you know what I realize? 
realize, you know what I realize is that, is that when you step in the ring to fight your battle, you're not stepping in the ring with somebody. You step in the ring with the devil. Your joy is gone. Your peace is gone. Your power is gone. Why would we trade our spiritual power for natural gain? And feel justified because we won the argument. They know not to mess with me. For real. And the devil is laughing just like y'all laughing. Because as long as he gets us caught up in the drama, caught up in our emotions, caught up in stuff, How can you be a witness when you're more full of stuff than the people you're witnessing to? This picture is big. You know, you know, you know. We even gotta be careful because he's not only after us, he's after our kids and grandkids. And if we're not living well, I don't care how much you go to church, I don't care how much you bring them to church, if you're not living what you... Because they catch more than we teach. And, and, and what's, God is a God of generations. So, so, so if, if God is... God, God is not only after you, he's after your children and your grandchildren. And your grandchildren. Matter of fact, in Deuteronomy, he says, and that's what he said, to the thousandth generation. And he has stopped the influence of Satan at the third and fourth generation. I did a funeral yesterday. Didn't know the lady, but... What I do when I don't know people, I sit in the back and I watch and I smell the aroma that's in the room. <laughs> because even though they're gone, there is a fragrance of the life we live that are left in the people that we left behind. Hmm. I, I didn't have to know her personally, but I got to know her in a deep way by watching. <laughs> Terry was there. At one point, I'm sitting back, it's a group of people. It was like it was a family reunion. They laughing and all that and, and all of that. And I just, I said, I started laughing because I said, amazing. She, she, she poured out. 
She poured out my fat on her obituary on the back of it. It says, to my family, this is what I leave you. Number one, it says, honor God and live for him. Number two, live like this with integrity and morals. Who talks like that nowadays? And number three, love one another. Listen, what she wrote on the obituary would not have been effective if she did not live it out in her own life. And, 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 and you felt that in the room. And I said, she called it, she got it. She, 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 she recognized what her purpose was, was touching folks and influence and all that, that God was motivating her. So she was passing it on to not only her children and grandchildren, but everybody that she came in contact with. And, and, and everybody said the same word, living the, the, the burial ground. It was three older ladies that were walking, and, and they was kind of covered with the steep. So I grabbed them. I said, hold on to me. And, and they started saying, said, that's the one you need to hold on to. So I got, so, and they said, how did you know her? They said, you nailed it. That was her. I said, I knew her from you all. Because of the impact and influence that she had on you all, I smelt it. I smelt it as though it was bread in the oven. Without tasting the bread, I could smell homemade rolls. That is the power of us living in love with Christ and loving one another, that Satan is trying his best to impede. It's a cosmic war. This thing is bigger than what you can imagine. There, you know, we get, we get into this political thing and, and all that. Listen, listen they're, they're not the ones in control. Let me prove it. Daniel chapter 10. Daniel chapter 10, verse 7. Daniel chapter 10, verse 7. And he says this. I, Daniel, was the only one who saw the vision. Those who were with me did not see it, but such terror overwhelmed them that they fled and hid themselves. I mean, Daniel is in a 21-day fast because he had a vision uh, 21 days ago, and the vision so disturbed him. As God was showing visions of the future, that Daniel went on either a full fast or semi-fast because it made him sick at his heart because the interpretation of the vision was not clear. Y'all get me. Now, 
And when he said vision with me, that there was a heavenly appearance. Rather, and, and the reason he's saying vision, because he's, you get so caught up sometimes, you don't know whether it's in the natural or in the spiritual, but apparently there was a heavenly vision that presence that came, that the people around him, they just ran. Many times people faint because when you get a visitation from the things of heaven, it's so otherworldly. You can't barely take it unless God give you the strength to take it. He said, he said, he said, glazing at this great vision, I had no strength. Strength left me. My face turned deathly pale, and I was helpless. <laughs> you know, those of us think we're strong. Really? Because we see things from this point of view, but this is not what we're fighting. This, this, this is not it. This, this, as, I, as I go on, I will prove that. And then I heard him speak, which was an angel, and as I listened to him, listen, I fell, I passed out. <laughs> Now listen, it's not even God. This is an angel. And what he says is, it was so much, I, 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 I'm ashamed to say, passed out. And we're talking about a godly man. My face <laughs> in the ground. <laughs> A hand touched me and set me trembling on my hands and knees. And he said, Daniel, listen what God is saying here. You are highly esteemed. Consider, consider carefully the words that I am about to speak to. Now, what he's saying is, you are highly esteemed in the mind and heart of God. Listen, not because he in himself was that righteous, but he chased God. My question to you is, who are you chasing? See, see, many of us want to be highly esteemed in other people's eyes. It's not about what people think of you. It's about what God thinks of us. Hallelujah. You, you may be in good standing with the greatest people on earth and bad standing with God because your eyes are on people and not on him. We got to be careful who we're trying to impress. We got to be careful if we're worried about what people think. People? Hold on, you put your pants on the same way I put my pants on. One leg at a time. The one that we should be concerned about, Lord, what do you think? 
What do you say? Lord, show me how you see me and help me to change anything that don't look like Jesus. He said, he said, stand up, for I have been sent to you. And when you said, and when he said this to me, I stood up trembling. Now, it's almost as though when the angel said it, he just found himself standing. But notice, afraid because he's in the presence of a heavenly being that is so far beyond. Remember a few weeks ago, I, 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 I gave us pictures of lambs. And when God speaks to us that, that we are sheep, he really talking about lambs and how weak, how, how helpless they are in the midst of, of their enemies, that they have no power, they have no... What is array around us that we cannot see is a visible, visible world and only God is keeping us. Let me go on. Let me prove it. He said, understanding to humble yourself before you God. He said, he said, he said, he said, he said, he said, do not be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day you set your mind to gain understanding, well, I said, to humble yourself. Not, 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 not build yourself up. Not talk about who you are. Not use your own strength. We see that in Ephesians where it says, be strong in his might. And in his Listen, you have no might. You have no strength. Your enemy is the devil. You mean to tell me you think you can fight him in your own strength, in your own might? And the stronger you make yourself, the weaker you are. Listen, that the principles of God and the way of walking with God is opposite from the world. Because the kingdom that God has set up that Daniel gave to him is opposite from the principles of God, which means that, that, that we don't gird up. We yoke up to Christ. You, you take on his yoke. You come up under his cover. You come up under his grace. You humble yourself under his mighty hand. Not our strength, his strength. Not our power, his power. Not our wisdom, his wisdom. Not our way, his way. Not our peace, his peace. You know what I realized? Until we begin to experience the, 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 the benefits of God, we don't even realize it's real. <laughs> there are people running around, and their mind is. Hold on, I, t I take that back. There's Christians, and they think it's normal. Not for you. 
But if you have not tapped into the benefit of the peace of being in Christ Jesus, you don't know. Some of us is trembling with fear on the inside. And we think that it's just words when God says, I'll keep you in perfect peace. We think it's just a game when Jesus said, I'm the prince of peace. Because we have not tapped into the kingdom benefits that God has set up for you and I. And the only way to tap into it is by faith. He said, and he, he said, don't continue to be afraid, Daniel, since the first day you set your mind, your heart, understand, and you humbled yourself before, before your God. You know him personally. Not the God, your God. Is Jesus your God? Do you have a personal one-on-one relationship with him or do you serve the God of new mission, the God of relation, the God that my mother on fire? No, no, no. has to be your God. Your God. He said, he said, your words was heard. Do you know how awesome that? God, he said, I hear the prayers that you pray towards me. And some of us don't make time to pray. The most powerful thing you can do is pray. The most powerful thing you can do is, is let, just, just get before him and lay out before him good, bad, the ugly. He knows anyway. No prayer, no power. Little prayer, little power. If you learn to pray and get in his presence, won't God build you up? Won't God change you? I'm not talking about changing the situation. God don't have to change the situation. He needs to build me up in it so I can stand. That I can hear what he's saying. Hmm, let's go on. He says, he says, he says, he says, he says, he says, your words was heard. And I have come and respond. Look what he said. Because you had the faith to call out and have an expectation. Because you have the faith to call in the name of God. And though it didn't come right away, you have an expectation on the table. <laughs> you have to learn, you and I have to learn to wait on him. And sometimes the waiting seems to be too long. But still wait on him. Watch this, listen. Now, now watch this. Now this is, this, is, this is strange here. If you don't understand, he said the prince of Persia kingdom. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Daniel is now under serving in the kingdom of the Persia kingdom. This angel has come from heaven. Hold on. The earthly Persian king did not stand up. 
the spiritual Persian king that ruled the earthly Persian king. A demon stood up. Let me set up the scenario. There's kingdoms on earth, and what Satan has done is set up a demonic spiritual kingdom over earthly nations. There's the United States. Our president is Biden, and there's senators and all that, congressmen and all that, but over that is a demonic And what I said, don't matter who's president, there's a demonic. Trying to influence and move. That's why Paul said, pray for your president. That's why he said, he said, because it's not him that's moving things. It's the power of influence that is looking over. So what you do, you combat what is moving him by your prayers. Oh, shut your mouth. This is kingdom business, but above the earthly affairs is a demonic affair that is trying to stop God. Hold on, watch it. He can't stop God, but he's trying to stop the people of God. Y'all got me. You got me. Hold on, hold on, you got to see something here. It took 21 days for this angel to break through. From the first day that Daniel prayed, this angel was sent. He actually said that this battle, this, this spiritual cosmic battle was so rough because Satan didn't want you to get the illumination, the revelation, the answer to your prayer that even Michael, the angel of war, had to come and break me through. So after 21 days, I am here. Now, I got a question for you. What if Daniel would have stopped believing at the 20th day? How much have we let go? Because God didn't come when we wanted. How many answers turned back? Because we lost the faith. God says no. God says yes. God says wait. And whichever one he says, we got to be okay with because he's in control. I, I'm learning that I don't know. <laughs> the very things that I thought I knew, and I'm trying to instruct God how to do it. 
I, I now realize what I thought I knew. I didn't know nothing. <laughs> I'm learning to let go and let God. You have to come to the place that you trust the heart of God towards you. And even the things that you thought is a small thing is a cosmic thing. Who would have thought that just this prayer caused a demonic reaction. That, that the demon that was put in charge of the earthly Persia didn't send any of his troops. He stood up and fought with this angel. Watch this. Wanting Daniel to give up in his prayer, in his faith, in his belief. My brothers and sisters, we have no clue. This is war. This is kingdom against kingdom, and there's only two kingdoms, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan. You know, you know, you know, you know and watch this. If, if you are in Christ Jesus, he says, I have already overcome the world for you. Now, I'm telling you to stand in my name, to walk in my name, Live, name just don't mean name. It means authority. He said, I, I did not leave you here with no power. In fact, what I'm going to do, since I have already conquered the devil, I've already conquered sin, I've already conquered the demonic forces, I'm going to give you my name. <laughs> so wherever you go, go in my name. <laughs> oh, somebody don't get it. Hold on, hold on. Let, let, something just came to mind. I almost finished with this part of it. It is, it is that. It is, it is, it is, it is not Daniel, but Joseph being raised up in in, in second power in, in the nation of. Egypt of the most powerful kingdom of that world. And what Pharaoh did was take off his ring, put it on Joseph's finger, and said, this ring represents my power. So, so Joseph, wherever you go, Show the ring. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what God was doing? He was setting us up with a picture in the Old Testament of what he's going to do in the New Testament. Guess what? You don't need a physical ring. Because he gave you, he gave you, he gave you, 
He gave you, he gave you his name. Is there anybody saved in the name of Jesus? Is there anybody that know you got power in the name of Jesus? Is there anybody who stand? This is kingdom strategy. Kingdom empowerment. Not based on us. Based on him. My brothers and sisters, the battle that we are the object of is bigger than what we really want to know. You don't want to know. But you better have an understanding of what Christ has empowered you with. You better know that your faith can overcome fear. You better know there's power in the name of Jesus. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, uh, okay, we gotta finish up. The power is not in how good you think you are. Your power is not how long your name been on the road. <laughs> your power is not in how good people think you are. But your power, your power, our power is in the name of Jesus. Because at the name of Jesus, demons, demons, demons tremble. At the name of Jesus, Things fall off at the name of Jesus. The world shake at the name. At the name. Stand on his name. Lift up his name. Worship because he stands behind his name. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. Our Savior, our Keeper, our Waymaker, the Prince of Peace, our Deliverer, our everything. Those of you at home, you may not know Jesus, but your salvation is in that name. Acts chapter 4 says that there's no other name given on the man by which we must be saved. He's got wrapped up in the flesh that, that, that paid the price for our sins. He did what we could not do for ourselves. In the house, you may be here today and you don't know where you stand with Jesus. 
these ministers, I was going to say, these ministers, but, but we all are ministers, amen, hallelujah, will be outside and they will talk with you. If, you. if you grab one of them, they will pray with you. At home, if you just say, Lord, come into my life, I accept Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. Lord, change me. Lord, change me by your power, by your grace. Change me. God is that type of God. Father, even now, touch, Lord. Let us rise up and stand. Help us to know you got your name on us. And you have given us the authority to walk in your name. And that there's power when we believe in you, Lord. Lord, help us in all this evil that is happening around us. Help us as your children to stand. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Give God some praise. See you next week. God bless you.